Hi, welcome to the Holding Hands and Throwing Fist Podcast. I got the mic. And I have the opinions. Welcome to Season 5, Episode 7. Guess we're back to MMA, babe. Yeah, sort of though, but I really like last week's special... Special Olympics? Special? <laughs> I mean, we... Special I had Olympics a good special. time. We had a good time, and I think that we need to expand. I think we need to talk about all other things too, because we're just we're just a gem, the two of us. I think not. <laughs> we'll have to have a meeting about this. <laughs> all right, uh, let's get to what happened last week. Besides all the Olympics uh, talk, UFC 265 happened. We didn't tell you about this card because of our Olympic special, and it was expensive, and it seemed like it was going to be bad. But it actually, there's some things that were worth telling you about. Um, so our girl uh, Carolina Kovalkevich, Carolina Kovalkevich. Uh, loss, which is her f- fourth loss, and uh, she's losing to top fighters like Waterson and Grasso and stuff. But we really hope that she's not cut because she's. I like want to say awesome she won't girl. be, but four know. losses. Yeah, and she was like early in the prelims too, like where they placed her, kind of yeah. showed what how they felt. Did you watch it? No, uh, I didn't I, even see like images. Uh, I need to rewatch it, but whatever. She lost. Uh, Song Yudong, Tisha Torres, and uh, Vicente Luque all won. So, yay, that's awesome. Uh, although, uh, you know, v- Vicente Luque beat our boy Michael Chiesa in a really fast fight. And that was a bummer because we love Michael Chiesa. I know, but, but I do like Luque too. I know. But if I was choosing there, I want a Kiesa to win. It's just you could visibly see that one fighter wasn't himself. So I always feel so bad, but it was clear from even the walkout that Kiesa wasn't uh, really feeling it. Um, so yeah, uh, Kiesa wasn't in the zone at all. And uh, he was winning a lot of like the top st- top positions in the wrestling. But then Vicente Luque caught him in the Dars and it seemed like he kind of gave up. Darce so, for Darce. us in the know. <laughs> So I want to give like a 45-second uh, story of what happened in one of my jiu-jitsu tournaments because I feel like some of our listeners will actually <laughs> like how pathetic I am or okay. like the story. Will I um, like it? Uh, no, you'll be definitely disappointed in me. But, All right, 45 seconds, go. So I was competing in blue belt and I was at the old gym where no one really was competing. So I kind of did it by myself and it was just a weird situation. And the first match like went really weird. Like I won, but I shouldn't have won. And I knew I shouldn't have won. And then it mentally fucked me the whole rest of the day. Because it was like a weird points draw. I don't know. Basically, I feel like I should have lost the first match, but I didn't. Then the second match, I went up against this freaking wrestler kid. And that was, you remember that, I destroyed this kid in the second match because I was so fucked up from the first one in the head that I was like I really ah. gotta win this one yeah. and that's the one where he was trying to win top game and I put we went head to head when we were grappling and that's when I was like shh and I don't know why I did it yeah. but I know I, I I fucking confused him and then I pulled guard and swept him and just stayed on top for six minutes and he couldn't get out from underneath <laughs> that has to be the George method like yeah. getting real close and going grappling. underneath and ending yeah. up on top but then the la- the the next match, uh, I was totally out of my head. I felt so bad that because the, the, the guy who I beat in the first match flew from California for the tournament and he lost, but he didn't really. You need to grow up. I, did, I do need to grow up. So guilty about this. And in the Jeez second Louise. one, I fucking kicked his ass. But whatever. Paul, you hear this shit? It's ridiculous. You listen to what we have to deal with with these two sisses. And oh, then. Yoy. 
But then the third match, I was totally mentally gone. I was also just spent because I wasn't used to really competing and all this stuff. And I feel like kind of how Michael Chiesa did. So this guy who was not as strong as me, not as fast as me, and I didn't even feel like his jiu-jitsu was that good. He ba- Basically, we were rolling. It didn't really work out. He got my arm, and I could have fought out of it. And I was like, man, I was spent, and I just fucking tapped. Nobody told me that it was the championship match for a gold medal. I didn't know that. I had someone there who was supposed to be helping me, and it was just who weird. Who was there? Can you uh, name names Jose. on air? Oh. And then also, the, the people the, the people even working there, the, the, like the judges, didn't even mention it. And it was just a, the fucking weirdest day ever. I mean, after watching the Olympics, do right. you not think or you haven't learned you should always be giving your all? Well, it's... If that's why I don't compete, that's why I don't compete because I I didn't, I like fucking signed up a week before, but it was just an interesting sort of thing. And then the thing that I will say, I love it was that this fucking kid was like crying after the match, after he fucking beat me when I didn't even give a fuck. And it was like, and then I realized afterwards he was fucking crying and making this big deal, pounding his chest. And I was like, dude, jujitsu is your entire life. And on any fucking other day, I will fuck you up. <laughs> you are not that good at jujitsu for the amount that you're like making it. Like his fucking wife was in a gi. I don't even know if she trains. She was just yeah, walking well, around in a gi. Well, <laughs> did was he able to get into Pearl and probably go get fast food for dinner after no. and get drunk? I don't think so. I don't think so. And so he got his purple winning? belt that day too. So fuck him. I'm gonna find you, man. Good story. <laughs> <laughs> also on that card, I just wanted to mention, because I wanted to ask George, Bobby Green, who we really like, and we've told you about him before because um, he just has like a very sweet story with his father. And um, anyway, I don't even want to get into the sweet story right now. <laughs> so he lost a decision and people are fucking up in arms about it. Did really? you watch that fight? No. Oh my gosh. Anakin Florian, like obviously talk about the fights on their podcast every Monday, but Anik is up in arms about the judges' decisions, and so it seems like Bobby Green should have won, but he did not, according to the judges' scorecards, and they're so, like upset about it that they're going to have Mark Goddard, a known referee. You all definitely know him. He's the English one. <laughs> yeah, you've right. seen him. Like um on their podcast next week to discuss like judges scoring and what they sh- should be looking for, etc. I mean, judges scoring is always an issue, but like that's how mad people are. So we have to watch it. Yeah, that's cool. I want to hear it. Is theirs on YouTube? Yes, cuz I think they do videos. Oh, well. so maybe Raymond will actually watch it. Oh, yeah, Raymond, look, watch them. All right, rounding out what happened last week, Cyril Gain won the interim heavyweight uh, championship, which means that he should be fighting Francis Ngannou next for the official heavyweight championship. That's really interesting. Both men have ties to France, and uh, France may be open to hosting an event now that MMA is finally legal there. They're the only place more backwards in terms of MMA than New York City. (laughs) For real? And we're still a little, we're still behind them, are we not? No, no, it's legal now. No, but wasn't, I feel like it was legal in France before New no, York. No, 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 oh, okay. no, definitely not. Uh, as, but Cyril Gain, he, uh, he looked good against Derek Lewis. It's super sad to see Derek Lewis lose, but it just seems like he, he's just more well-rounded. But I don't know. I, I love Francis Ngannou. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I know. Really don't. We, George and I were listening to a podcast together, and they like they polled the audience and I guess they have people who listen so people responded to the poll yeah (laughs) and um it was like who do you think would win in a fight 
Gon versus Nganu, like yeah. for the championship. And it was like 80% picked God. And George and I were like, what? No the actual way, dude. fuck. No fuck fucking those way. people. No, no. I mean, recency bias certainly is a thing. We all have it. It happens. But are you serious? He's fast. That pissed and he, me off. And he moves well, so but I don't know. That just proved to me, fuck their audience. Our audience is so much better. That's right. We love you. All right. What's happening this week, babe? I'm going to tell you. First, there's no UFC, which is kind of nice. I feel like I need a break. Um, but there is PFL. After all that Olympics. <laughs> yeah, I do. I swear. It's really nice to have the TV off again. Um, we literally had it on 24 hours. For, for two weeks straight. Two weeks straight. PFL. So PFL is back. You remember it is tournament style, season style. So there was a break for all the fighters since they had fought like at minimum two fights within less than a year. So it's back on Friday on ESPN Plus at 530. And it's the welterweight semifinals. Okay. Okay. So obviously it's the semifinal. So we have four... Yep. Does that make sense? Four. Fighters. Mm-hmm. Or fights. No, two fights, four oh, fighters. Oh, because it's also the lightweights. Okay. Quarterfinals would be the yes. other thing. So there are four fighters still left in the welterweight division. Magomed Karamov versus size one fight. <laughs> That's complete opposite length of names. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love it. And I don't know either or anything about either, but we did watch Sai in, I guess, the quarterfinals. Yeah, we did. And we did. I think we liked him. Yeah, he looks great. So we'll root for him. Also in the welterweight semifinals, and I can tell you PFL is so mad it turned out that Ray Cooper is fighting Rory McDonald in this because the way- Oh, instead of the finals? They definitely yeah. wanted that for the finals. They but that's how it, it is. Then. Well, you know what? It could have been fixed, but remember Rory got fucked. Oh, and yes. And changed yes, his yes, position. Yes, yes, Cool. So anyway- Look at you. Look at me. Um, so Ray Cooper and Rory McDonald is really the only fight on that whole card- <laughs> that we care about and because we don't really care about anything else if you care about that fight you should watch Rory McDonald and George at least once a year makes us re-watch Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald two two yeah so if you want to watch a fight that is crazy honestly I like watch it with one eye closed we've talked it about it like recently bad. on the podcast they it's just bad, yeah. but it's worth watching um, because the rest of the PFL One card of the best is kind of whack. Lightweights are also in the semifinals. We don't know any of the fighters, so I don't care who's fighting, but because they're moving on, I care. Yeah, because we're going to watch, really and then next matters, season, we're going to sure. be invested. Exactly. That's what um, they got. They got a good also on the card and everything else is kind of a whack-ass card so now i'm not so mad that these fights are in florida yeah instead of fucking Mohegan uh, Sun? yo and and Was like Mohegan Fl- Sun or? no uh, AC. ac but then florida uh florida has like a double fucking whammy now apparently fucking everyone's got covid and the hurricane's coming so who knows if, if the fights are actually gonna happen well seems like it seems like everything just keeps i know going it's florida. florida i think they're gonna happen <laughs> Also, Bellator is on Friday. We have Gegard Mousasi versus John Salter. Dude, I am so excited for that Dude, fight. I am I so excited for that fight. I didn't realize it was for the belt. Like, obviously I knew, but I didn't know. <laughs> and who did Mousasi beat? The other guy. 
I can picture uh, him, uh, but I can't on. like. Keep talking. I'll find he's it. like too tan. He's like weirdly tan. But then he found out. I think he had like some like brain sitch or like he had some injury that meant he couldn't fight anymore. Oh, Rafael Lovato Jr. Yeah, he's not that tan. I think he's a little too good. Um, and John Salter, George always says they're the like sto- BFFs. Yeah, uh, if he went to Marcelo Garcia's around Christmas time, and I was uh, trying to decide between training at Henzo's or Marcelo's, so I went to Marcelo, and then he was my partner because none of us went there regularly. And I was like, oh, hey, how's it going, man? And I was like, oh, wow, you're really good at jiu-jitsu. What, what belt are you? <laughs> like, I'm a black belt. And I was like, oh, so what do you do? He's like, I'm a professional fighter. <laughs> and he was really nice. <laughs> um, also on the card is Magomed Magomedov is he even someone he is someone we've fucking, seen him I fight see these names I'm like they must be someone you've seen them all fight multiple times you just get confused we, we definitely don't uh, we definitely know, know Magomed Karimov who's fighting Sai in PFL and you just no, glossed over him no I don't him. think we really do De- I, really I definitely know Magomed so. Karimov and you definitely know Magomed Magomedov alright whatever also, <laughs> he's, I think he's undefeated Sure. Justin Maltavo is fighting on the prelims, who you've never heard us utter his name before. I have never even seen his name before, but he's fighting at a Cerro Longo, so we have to root for him. But it's also a weak ass card. So I I suggest going outside and just listening to us next week. Your birthday's coming up, so speaking of Sarah Longo, uh, should, should I be texting Ray Longo for an update to your happy birthday message from last year? You should be. <laughs> I don't know why you haven't yet. <laughs> All right, top three? Yep. Starting off our return to MMA in the top three is you. Yay! And it's truly, not, it's not about me. I was going to say your full name and stretch it out like Bruce Buffer, but. It's AJ McKee. Wow. My man. Wow. You're a man. Okay. My okay. man. Our man could have been appropriate too, but your man. I see. My I see. Man. I see. I see. I got it. I got it. I got it. AJ McKee beat Patricio Pitbull to win the featherweight Grand Prix in Bellator. He is now the featherweight champ. George let you know wow. he is wow. legit homegrown Bellator fighter. Undefeated. His dad fights in Bellator. I am so excited for AJ. It's good news. It is great news. We've been on you you've been on the AJ McKee train from the first stop, let me say. Oh, I well, I don't want to say the first stop. If he's had 18 fights, I didn't know him from fight one. But yeah, the train wasn't even built then. That's true. That's true. He defeated Pitbull in round one via submission. Why do people, why is guillotine and guillotine interchangeable? Because it's French shit, you know, so no, ain't nobody really got any hard and fast rules around that shit. I hate that. Why? What do you want? You, it's, you don't want no guillotine at all. No, I think it should be guillotine. Okay. I say guillotine all the time. Okay, so that's probably why I feel that way. So anyway, we're really proud of him, but we have to discuss his post-fight press conference interview outfit. He had on a really nice gray checkered suit. Like, it almost looked (laughs) wool, which was kind of weird, but I really liked it. With a bucket hat. A Louis Vuitton bucket hat. Hey, man, you're the champ. 
babe, I'm sorry. I cannot get behind this trend. It didn't look good when we were in the eighth grade, and it doesn't look good right now. I was a big bucket hat guy in the eighth grade. Let me tell you. I think we both had a bucket hat, <laughs> but I'm not with it right now, except for Matthew and Thomas. Mm-hmm. Super cool when they wear it because it's Brad and Bear on their hats. That's it. So, I mentioned it's Louis Vuitton. I looked it up because I needed to know how much this fucking bucket hat was. Of course, of course. When I looked it up, I found out it was also reversible. Okay. Which actually reminds me that they usually are, right? No. I don't think the bucket hat I had was not reversible. Um, I, I don't. I don't know. I don't think so. But I feel like many are. Anyway, do you want to guess how much a Louis Vuitton bucket hat is? Fourteen ninety nine. George Peter, come on. Fourteen ninety nine. That's my answer. No. Okay. How much is it? $690. Okay. Uh, it's not that far off. It's a little far <laughs> Just off. Just off by o- over 50%. <laughs> so, I don't know. I don't know. Let us know what you think about the bucket hat Listen, trend. Listen, Ch- Champ's going to wear what Champ's going to wear. Uh, I'm looking at him right now in the post-fight press conference. He's got some really nice uh, jewelry on too. Yes. Which I, I want to get into my jewelry game. I'm, I, I want, I've been saying it for a long time. I want to get a fat fucking chain no and um when he won which he won in spectacular fashion let me tell you um yeah the, i mentioned the guillotine already yeah the uh <laughs> the bellator, bellator did a really good job of giving him one of those like vanity or novelty checks and uh he had a big bottle of champagne and let me tell you this dude knows how to open up a bottle of champagne it, hey. it was he was really freaking skilled at it i was like hey and it felt like a party He's 26 really, really you better excited. know how <laughs> i mean he, like he did it, and he also just sprayed it all over the place. Like I, a lot of people can't do that shit that well. Championship. Yeah, he was pr- practicing. He probably practiced his whole camp for that. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's go. Number two. Oof. I want to talk about the fight from UFC pay per view last week. That was freaking stellar. Jose Aldo versus Pedro Munoz. Uh, it went the full three rounds and was totally worth it to go back and watch if you have ESPN Plus. Um, Aldo won, and he looked. F- fucking stellar Pedro Munoz looked good too but uh, Aldo if you remember uh, he was kind of what Conor McGregor used to springboard his career and it was super super sad because up until that point he was the greatest featherweight and you could still make the case for him being the greatest featherweight of all time he had one loss before he went into the UFC and the UFC didn't even have a featherweight division at the time so when they opened it up he was the first and only featherweight champion for a really long time in the UFC now he's cut weight to 135 so he's been at bantamweight and he's done really well he's been really successful at 135 even though he lost to Marlon Marais in a split decision but every Everybody thought that he won that fight and he um, lost to Peter Yan in a championship fight at 135, which, which Peter Yan's a champion. Yeah. And uh, you also got to think that, um, like put this into perspective. I saw on MMA Twitter, somebody saying no one beats Aldo in a three round fight. And when you think about it, it's true. Like he hasn't lost. I don't think he's ever lost a three round fight. He's only lost two champions and in championship fights. Mm. Um, so good on you. Uh, another thing I saw on MMA Twitter because I was passed the fuck out during this fight live. I so tried I had, so hard to wake him up. You tried really hard and I, and I really wanted to. I woke up for a split second and I went back to sleep. 
but then I rewatched it a couple times after. Uh, he, he, uh, someone said on MMA Twitter that he was changing the game with blocking the calf kick. Mm-hmm. And if you see, so the calf kick is uh, became like I guess most popular after Dustin used it against Connor in January, right? But it's when you kick really low on the calf. Aldo is doing this thing where he pulls his heel to his butt, so that when you're throwing the kick. Even if it catches you, it's not like with all your weight on it. So mm-hmm. it's a lot. Um, and that, I've heard a couple people say and hypothesize that that's the way to stop the calf kicks. But he did it in real time, which is fucking amazing. Super amazing. Uh, he just freaking looked phenomenal. What else we got over here? Even Connor tweeted, uh, Jose Aldo is a real legend. So Connor's on my fucking nerves. And even by tweeting that, he still kind of gets on my nerves after all that shit that he fucking <laughs> caused to him. But whatever. Um, and two more points. One. I just rewatched because this was on the top three Aldo versus Mendez two. And that fight is one of the freaking greatest fights of all time. And I remember I saw it live at the harp because I just went to harp one time by myself to have a drink (laughs) and I didn't even know that it was happening and it was live and it was freaking incredible. And it looked amazing. Did I also it's from like, uh, no, you, I don't think you were there. It was in 2014, <laughs> which is freaking crazy. It's crazy that that's like a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy that it was a long time ago. And I remember my thought at the time too that I hate fights like that because it was just a such a close kickboxing match. Mm. I remember being like, man, these freaking close kickboxing matches, they just take so much damage. And, and that's when you want to draw. Close. Yeah, and that's when I want to draw. And then draw goes to the champion. And then last thing <laughs> is that I, when I rewatched the fight on ESPN+, Plus, I heard Daniel Cormier talking about this because Aldo, as I said, is fighting at 135 instead of 145 where he was a champion for a long time. And he, he struggled to make 145. So apparently he's made like these wholesale life, uh, lifestyle changes to get down to 135 much easier. But what I forgot, and I had heard this, was that he owns a chain of cheeseburger joints in Brazil. Get out! And yeah, he has at least four. And Daniel Cormier, who knows his food, <laughs> was like, those freaking burgers are delicious. I didn't know that! <laughs> so, yeah. Alright, so now we have to go to Brazil just for a burger. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Alright. Number three in our top three. From the person who said we're going back to MMA only on this podcast. For the I'm a liar, everyone. <laughs> no, we couldn't leave you hanging with the Olympics. Yes, they're officially over. They were fucking awesome. We really hope you watched something, anything, really, truly, any part of the Olympics because it would have been worth it. But for number three, I want us to look forward to 2024. Hell yeah. <laughs> the Olympics are going to be in Paris. Ideally, George and I will be in Paris for them, but I, I wanted to like get you guys pumped. I c- I don't want to I don't want to like stop this fire. I know we ignited a fire in our friends. That's right. We got to keep the momentum the going. So we got to keep it going. The first thing, you may have already seen this or known this, but people are already making fun of the logo for the Paris Olympics. These people are fucked up. We'll we'll post it, maybe. (laughs) So it's a flame, right? Like they pass the torch to one city to the next. The torch is lit the entire Olympics. It's the huge main point of the opening ceremonies. So it's a flame on the logo with lips on it. 
and people are saying it looks like a carrot. You're, you're really fucked up right now because you just ruined it for me, and I'm not going to be able to unsee this at I'm, all. I'm t- I have to tell everyone, I don't think it looks like a carrot. I think people are- No, are, it does. It really, really does. Because the flame looks like her hair, and yeah. there are lips, What's right? The, why are the lips there? Is so it- I was like, why the fuck are the lips there? This shit is- weird it's weird like is it even supposed to be lips and i it looked closer it is supposed to be lips so i just learned i'm so happy you asked that the lips are the lips of marion who is the personification of france since 1789 i had no idea that that was a thing oh you mean the statue of liberty oh shit (laughs) (laughs) and that the lips represent liberty equality and fraternity so it's not a fucking karen everyone and yeah that made me think of something else but i don't want to go off on a rant so also looking forward to the 2024 olympics i heard one of the leaders of the olympics committee committee for paris speak on the day of the closing ceremonies for this Olympics and he was so excited to host and explain how Paris was embracing being a host and doing things their way and maybe different whenever they could and I can't remember his fucking name or his title or anything I tried to find him I couldn't but he got me pumped so I am can you tell I'm pumped (laughs) so we want to give you some fun information First of all, it's the first time that Paris has hosted the Olympics since 1924. Hey. Isn't that awesome? It is awesome. So, Centennial. Yes, they'll be celebrating the 100-year anniversary to get it back. They'll also be celebrating being a three-time host because they hosted in 1900 as well. And now they're only the second city after London to host the Olympics three times. That's incredible. Speaking of London, too, the 2024 Olympics will also be the first time the Olympics are going back to Europe since the London Olympics in 2012. Europe pride. Isn't this great? It's pretty cool. Um, some other news that you told me about, and, and I, uh, I'm just reading from the notes on. <laughs> <laughs> the public will be allowed to run the marathon course. Andreas, Monica, you got to sign up. That's freaking incredible. How cool is that's awesome. Oh That's super gosh. fucking cool. It should be, right? They just got to let the pros go first. I will train yeah. just to run that. Oh, you better watch yourself. My feet though. are crossed. <laughs> George, look down. They are crossed. They are. I, I can confirm that, yeah. And then finally, uh, this dude, this random ass guy that Anna was talking about was explaining how all the stadiums will have uh, Paris landmarks as a backdrop and the Olympics will really take place right in the city, not in like fucking off to the side of the highway or something like that. <laughs> so beach volleyball events will be held opposite the Eiffel Tower on the oh Champs de Mars and fencing and Taekwondo will be under the glass roof of the Grand Palace and archery will be on the uh, Esplanade <laughs> to the invalids <laughs> and the Champs Elise will be the setting for cycling and the park of the Palace of Versailles will be there for equestrian events damn what a great spectacle and prospect um, so just so we're not plagiarizing that was quoted from the Paris tourist site and now Melissa maybe you know some of those locations maybe you're pumped maybe you're gonna go back for the Olympics too that's pretty excited I'm excited to try to make this work for 2024 I already started looking a little bit and oh I already started looking a little bit too we gotta start saving you know what 
What? It's 1,080 days away. <laughs> it's not that far. It's, it's not, not that, that far. far. I actually saw something on Instagram that I think I didn't realize this. The Winter Olympics are only six months away. Because they're going to be oh, 2022 at the oh, beginning of the year. Duh. So Winter Olympics. All right. Definitely Jamie, second there class. You go. But yeah. There you go. Patrick said he likes them too. Okay. And also, I, I heard from someone else the, the real thing that we should be doing. Instead of flying into Paris, we should fly to Greece and then drive to Paris. Because tickets will actually be cheaper probably to fly to Greece. And it'll be nice. Well, I mean, I'm not trying to just go to Paris. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to be in Europe all that summer. Whoa, all right, all right. Speaking of which, this episode was brought to you by Summer 2021. We still got mad time, everybody. Enjoy and make sure you freaking enjoy every single minute of it.